Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. We are fired up today to have Trenton Simpson stopping by the lounge to have a conversation. And uh, Trenton, just uh, this is the time where the offseason program is coming to a close. So it's been kind of an eventful few uh, months for you from training to getting drafted to showing up here and going through the full offseason. So how are you feeling right now? Man, I feel blessed. I've had a great process. Um, every day I feel like I've came in here, got better, um, got closer with my teammates, and I, I feel like we're grinding, um, and I'm excited for the season. So what was it like uh, just going through this this process and kind of your first taste of the NFL? Now, you've gone through practices. Of course, you know that like the intensity ramps up in training camp, yeah. preseason games, all that stuff. Uh, but what was kind of the first taste of the NFL like for you? Uh, it's definitely another level, um, the attention to details um, and just focusing on the small details at this level because everybody's so talented. So just doing the right things, uh, following my coaches and um, just being led by my teammates and being a great leader as a rookie. Now, what do you plan to do, I guess, between now and the start of training camp? And there was a lot of talk about you were, you were a great star in college, but you also played special teams. So curious about how you fit in with the special teams you thought and moving forward, what do you think your role will be as far as this season? Uh, I love my role um, on special teams. Uh, just being able to be first to be able to play on all special teams. And um, I definitely feel like I'm the guy that can come in on third down and um, get the sacks. If you need somebody spot a quarterback, come off the ball and jump and get some tips, stuff like that. Like, that's definitely my role. So I'm excited to see what the coaches have for me. But I know I'm going to come up every day, come ready to learn and just compete. You know, and whatever opportunity I get, make the most of it. Yeah, Trenton, uh, there was a lot of talk. I know that. Obviously, you were a great college player as a linebacker, but that you would contribute special teams with the Ravens as a rookie. So, curious how that went and what you see your role might be in that area moving forward. I'm excited about my role, just being versatile, being able to play all special teams and have an impact on the game. You know, special teams is a phase of the game, just like offensive defense. So, playing a huge role in that and then um, coming in, making big plays on defense whenever they put me in. And if they have packages to spot a quarterback or anything, I'm just willing to every opportunity I get to make the most of it. So, yeah. So in college, did you do special teams? Remind me. Yeah, yeah. Early in my career, so my freshman sophomore year. And once you got big time at the end, you <laughs> yeah. worry about it. <laughs> um, and just what is the mentality? Because the Ravens, you probably have found this to be the case already. Special teams is important here. You know, John Harbaugh, former special teams coach. So like yeah. special teams is kind of in a lot of ways, the foundation of the backbone of, of this team. And there's been a long history of guys who have played special teams and then taken on larger roles uh, on the defense. So what is kind of your approach and your mentality when it comes to the special teams side of things? Uh, that rep on special teams is just supported as a rep starting on defense and the game on the line, you got to get a stop. You know, that's the mentality. Like it's a one play mentality and every play counts. So I go out there, give it all I got one play at a time, you know, hopefully go out there and handle business every time. So yeah. Now, I know there was talk after the draft, you know, obviously coming to the Ravens, you're joining a couple of really good linebackers, uh, yeah. Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen. Roquan, you know, leader, maybe a, a role model type guy. Just tell me about the relationship that you guys have had so far, not only with Roquan, with PQ, and some of the things you've already learned from them since you've been here. Yeah, man, since I got here, Roquan and Patrick definitely took me under their wing. You know, we working every day, competing. Um, and I can say one thing with those two great linebackers, man, is the, the attention to detail. It's very huge. And having pre-snap alignments and reads, um, they can put you ahead of the play before the play even starts. Like we always say as linebackers, win the play before the ball even snap. You know, have an idea where the ball is going. So uh, just slowly growing and just watching the way they move, I know I definitely can learn every day. And uh, I just come in and I'm young and hungry and ready to learn and get as much knowledge as I can from them. So. Yeah, that's a, so I remember when on draft night you talked about Roquan like he was a guy that you watched right yeah. like yeah. growing up and yeah. that he was he's kind of the model 
Yeah, no, nah, man. I remember watching his Buckets Award year. Um, him at Georgia, he was a beast, you know. And uh, <laughs> just growing up, I'm from Columbus, Georgia, you know. So watching Georgia growing up and seeing him and his his college days was cool. And you know, to be a teammate now is it's truly a blessing. I'm ready to work, you know. When you are a young player and you step into that room and you have Roquan, who's you know the highest paid linebacker in the game, you have Patrick Queen, first round pick, who's he's going to get a big payday, you know, at some point in his career. Um, and you step into that room, do you have to sort of? Uh, I don't know. Is there? Is there? Can you kind of be in awe to a certain extent? And do you have to say, "Well, all right, I belong in here too"? Like, how yeah. do you kind of handle that? Of like, I watched this guy growing up. I respect him incredibly, but also like, I belong here in this room. Well, how do you kind of handle all that? I truly feel like it made me hungry. You know, just just to be able to be in a room with a guy who is the highest paid linebacker, and that's where I want to be one day. It makes me hungry to know like that's the standard. Like that's what it looks like to make that type of money. So every day, just watching the way he lift, like okay, like we in the ray room. I gotta lift his hard. I gotta take every every opportunity I get to improve to take it like it's, it's my life on the line you know and I feel like I can get there so just working hard and um, just trusting my coaches and every day just building brick by brick I'll get there one day so you know reading up on you since the Ravens drafted you your father was an army major that correct uh, yeah. not not the normal you know profile of, of, of all the guys who come through here yeah. tell me what that was like you moved around a lot uh, growing up and any of that, how that played into the type of football player you are? Because everyone talks about, yeah, the way you just fly around the field. Yeah. Now, I definitely feel like my father and my family instilled a lot of that in me growing up. Uh, just working hard, you know, playing relentless. Like my father always told me, like, if you play hard, you give it all you got. And every rep, you get you empty the tank after every game. Like, you're going to be happy with your results. So I just try to play as hard as I can, you know, and play for my teammates and represent the last name of my jersey every time I get on that field. So that's my goal. Now, was your father a strict guy, number one? And number two, I read he jumped out of planes. Is that ever something you did or want to do? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I just played ball. You know what I mean? I, I'm not into that. But nah, I definitely heard a lot of cool stories about the stuff he's done in the military, and I'm proud for him to be my father. But, uh, nah, just for me, it was going to college, getting my degree, and playing football. I wasn't into that. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I read uh, that – I mean, you spent time on military bases as a kid, right? Yes, sir. And so you would bounce around. I, I read one story. Tell me if this is true, that you would at times – you know, to say to some of the fellow Army Rangers out there, you would demand some push-ups yeah. from different guys <laughs> when you're on a military base when you're, what, like 10 years old, 5 years old, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, nah, Is that I, true? Yeah, no, nah, that's true. Yeah, my dad, <laughs> like when I would come on base, like everybody respected my dad. So, like, I was a young guy. I felt like I was, you know, trying to be like my dad. Like, I seen him lead a lot of people. And, like, just me growing up, like, that's where I feel like I get my leadership from. And just my willingness to lead by example, you know, work hard and then, when you work hard, people follow. So. Yeah. You know, I think it, it's a really fascinating story, um, just that history. And I, I got to believe that, you know, it obviously in a lot of ways kind of made you who you are. But it's, it's, it's challenging, too. He's 17 overseas tours as an Army Ranger. Yeah. And what was that like as a kid when, you know, it's – you you're, you have to say goodbye to your dad a lot, and he's spending a lot of time on the other side of the world in some pretty bad places and um, dealing with some dangerous situations. How did you kind of process and handle that as as a young man? Um, I feel like at a young age, it taught me a lot about sacrifice and hard work and dedication. You know, my dad went away to make sure I was able to be provided with things I needed growing up. So uh, it just had like it allows me to have like understand where I'm at now in life. Like, I'm in, I'm living my dream. I'm in the NFL. But now I've learned, like, a lot about sacrifice and just him just every day. Like, that's how both of my parents are. They never miss work. They were there every day, and they always showed up. So um, I feel like 
with my football characteristics, that's where I get it from. Like showing up every play, giving it all I got, and you know, emptying the tank every day, and you'll be happy with your results every time. So that's something I feel like both of my parents instilled in me. Mm. Now, I read you were a running back starting out in high school and yeah. then switched. To, <laughs> how did that come about? Uh, tell me about that. So I was running back my whole life. You know, I was always really good. I could score. The, I, like even my senior year, I was I could run that thing. But uh, yeah, I, I just kept growing. And once I hit six three, like my coach, and high school coach Paul Mary, he was just like, "Man, I need you to get down there at the end and see what you can do. Just rush off, just show speed." And ever since then, like I just remember, like my senior year, I had twenty sacks. I left high school as a five star, and just linebacker was what was best for me in my football career for longevity wise and I stuck with it and now I'm here with Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, there's not too many there's not too many six three running backs in yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. you're gonna be Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh do, does that running back, do you still have that uh you know, are you gonna be over there saying, Hey, uh, you know, if if you ever need somebody, if you're ever short, <laughs> you know, I still got these skills. Uh, now all I would say is when I catch a pick <laughs> I'm not getting tackled. I'm going to the house every time. So when I catch a pick, I'm scoring. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. How did you decide on Clemson? Uh, I say um, I took an official visit. I met with the staff, Coach Dabo Sweeney and Coach Brent Venables. Like, those are two amazing coaches. Um, I felt like that was the place that fitted me, like, education-wise and sports-wise. And um, it was close to home. You know, I wanted my family, my family to be able to come see all my games, and that's what Clemson allowed. Um, I always, all my games, I had like 15 family members deep. You know, they always had tickets for me and stuff. So uh, just staying close to home, and then I was able to go in there and get my degree in three years. And I feel like that was just a place for me at heart, and that was my dream school from the start. So, so you graduated in three years, yes, sir. And was that a goal going in? Because a lot of guys don't graduate in four, sometimes longer than that, especially as a football player too, yeah. where like you have a ton of commitments away from the academic side of things, but you were able to pull it off in three years. How? Yeah, that was my goal. I left high school early as well. So I graduated um, in December of my high school year and I came straight into Clemson. Um, but that was the goal. I was the first generation of college graduate and that was a goal for myself that I wanted to set the standard of my family. So uh, that's always been my, my mindset. Like I want to get the education part because I know physically I can take care of football, but uh, just setting the standard, getting my education and um, just showing my family members and my cousins and stuff like it can be done was my goal from the get go. So, mm. yeah. Now you, people talk about your versatility. I'm just curious, what do you see as your strength as a player? And do you feel like, at the NFL level, how, what kind of player do you envision yourself being, you know, in your mind? When I'm when I'm playing my best football, I'm, I'm doing what? Moving full speed. Like, when I'm moving full speed and I'm just playing fast, physical football, that's when I'm at my best. But I feel like when I'm blitzing, I'm super comfortable uh, spying the quarterback in coverage. In coverage, I feel super comfortable. I feel like I can guard any tight end. You know, that's I was doing it in college, but I feel comfortable out there, you know. But whenever I'm playing fast, physical football, like, I'm at my best. So, yeah. Four four three forty. Four four three, and, and so when you saw that time at the combine, like, what did you think? Like, was, did that? How good did that feel? It, it was the best feeling because it just solidified how fast I was, and it, it's it's in print now, you know. But um, I've always been pretty fast. I ran track in high school, and I went to um, when I was down training for the combine. I really put in a lot of hard work, so just to see that work pay off and. To be four four three was a big deal for me. So. I mean, there's not receivers. You're probably sure uh, than probably some of the receivers on absolutely. the team and some of the DBs. Yeah, no, nah, I can run, man. It's genetics, you know. Got good genetics, you know, and I work hard, so yeah, pretty fast. Yeah, I don't want to be a running back or a tight end catching a pass in a flat and having four four three Trenton Simpson come down on me. No, <laughs> you uh, you were asked about this after you were drafted, but your reaction after being drafted, I mean, it was it was priceless. Um, I guess where did all that emotion did you do you think it came from? It's crazy because going into that night, I promised my mom, like, I'm not going to be emotional. But, like, when I got that call, it's like I worked my whole life, like, you know, and 
just to get there. Like my mom tell me all the time, like she was like, she's never met nobody who's had a dream and literally followed it exactly how you dreamed it from when you started it. So um, it just felt good. And to have my family there and have my mom right beside me, like we've worked so hard. She's been there every step of the way. But um, for me, man, like I just believed in myself. You know, every day I have a lot of confidence and I know I'm going to put in the work. So to get drafted and just be able to live my dream and show my family that it can be done. Like NFL is, is possible. Uh, it was the best feeling in the world. Like it was a moment of a lifetime. For sure. Yeah. You, you may be the only draft pick who's ever hung up on Eric DaCosta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I so, so me, I didn't know how that process, well, I thought like all I heard was this Eric DaCosta with the Baltimore Ravens. You want to be a Raven? Okay. I put the pick in and I thought that was it, but you know, yeah. So. He, has he talked to you about that? Yeah. Too? We talked about it and I told him, I, I apologize. I was just blessed to get that call and once it came through and he told me he was drafting me I was just so relieved I was so relieved and I know my mom was as well so it was the best <laughs> feeling in the world yeah, yeah that's that's awesome I'm always curious to hear players draft stories because mm-hmm. you know on one hand you have like this this great moment but a lot of guys always feel talk about the weight and like the agony of like you have this like high and low where it's like you're waiting you're waiting you're waiting you don't know if it's going to happen and then you have this jubilation so how do you look back on draft weekend i would say um i didn't expect to maybe fall as far as i did um and that gave me a lot of like i was it was a lot going on that night like i was just like i felt like i had a lot of emotions running through me but like once that call came in the the weight was well worth it you know and that's one thing i can truly say about that night like during the process when my when my phone wasn't ringing like i was just so frustrated like i was trying to you know keep my composure and stuff but once the call did come through it just like it felt like all the weight of the world like lifted off my shoulder and that was like the best feeling like seeing that that area code pop up on my phone and to be able to talk to the GM, you know, and just know that, like, I'm going to a great organization and a team that wins and, you know, have great coaches and great players was the best feeling. Yeah, it, it sounded in, in talk, you know, in talking with Eric Acosta and hearing him after the draft and John Harbaugh, you know, when as they saw the board falling, it sounded like you weren't necessarily someone who was on the radar because you could l- likely have been gone. Mm-hmm. And it's not like inside linebacker was a huge need here. Right. But they're like, this guy is he's the best guy on our board and like this is the pick I mean it's just you trust the process and that's something that the Ravens have talked about for a long time they trust their scouting process they go through all that and then once the board is set on draft weekend they trust it and you were the guy who ended up being there did you think that Baltimore was a likely destination? Were you surprised when you saw the 410 area code? To be, be completely honest, I was very surprised. Yeah. But I was super excited about the opportunity. So I was blessed to be here for sure. Yeah, I, I think they were surprised that you were there Yeah, too. I mean, I think it was one of those maybe mutual things where it's like, we, you know, and this has happened many times. Like last sure. year when the Ravens drafted Kyle Hamilton, they were like, we never expected Hamilton to be there at 14. And then they ended yeah. up getting him. And I kind of put you in a similar category that they didn't necessarily expect you to be there but when you were there you were the best player on the board and they say we can find a way to make him have some splash plays on this defense yeah definitely definitely. (laughs) now Clemson obviously known for having you know great teams great defense you're learning a new system just tell them curious about what do you think about you know the learning process of playing in this defense and do you feel now that you're playing fast like you were in college or is it still sometimes like, well, I got I to gotta figure things out before I make a move? I truly feel like I picked up the defense really well. Um, like the last practice, um, I felt comfortable. I was out there making plays, uh, guarding people, you know, communicating with the line, getting the front set and stuff like that. So I feel like I've, I've, I'm not going to say it was easy because I put in the work mm-hmm. outside of the time here. So I feel like my dedication has allowed me to pick up the playbook and, you know, talk to my teammates, talk to my coaches, and it's definitely been pretty, like, a good process of learning the playbook and being able to go out there and execute, 
So, so when you, when you were at Clemson, you were a top twenty recruit, right, yeah. in the country, one of the top twenty recruits. So, what was that recruiting process like? You probably had every coach in the country hitting you up, trying to get yeah. you to come play for them. Uh, it was a cool process, you know. Um, I was able to go see different colleges. You know, a lot of people came to my school and came and watched me practice. Was building relationships with me. Um, I definitely say that was a, a great process for me. It was a blessing just to be able to go on these trips. You know. Just see the new cities, like places I've never been before, taking official visits, things like that. But uh, it was cool. It was a cool process. But at the end, like, I knew where I wanted to go. Like, it came down to Carolina or Clemson, and I knew Clemson was the best place for me. So Yeah, yeah. We, when we talked to Lamar and the receivers after, say, uh, minicamp, we're like, are you guys going to hook up and mm. throw? You know, are you guys going to work together? What are you going to do between now and the time when we start training camp to, to get yourself ready for that? Oh, continue to stay on the grind. Uh, me, Tavius, and uh, Caillou going to go work. Um, we're going to get some work in. Those are, those are my two rookie <laughs> buddies, you know. So we stay together. We work pretty hard, you know. And um, just continue to stay in shape and be ready to come back and get to the grind. You know, I'm ready to go win a Super Bowl. And I'm ready to be a part of a winning team, you know, going there and maximize my opportunities and maximize my role to make sure I benefit this year's team. When you were drafted, you know, on that on the call when we talked to you, maybe ten minutes, and it's an emotional time, like we mentioned. But you made the point that you feel like you're going to be one of the greats. Yeah. And maybe that's the emotions flying through you at that time, but at the same time, you said it with conviction and belief. What made you confident to to say that and to have that belief that you're going to be somebody that people know and remember here for a long time? That's just how I was raised. You know, if you met my mom, you would see where it comes from. Uh, you just got to believe in yourself, and that's how I was always raised by my mom. Like if you, you believe in yourself. That's all that matter. You know, and uh, I just feel like I know I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna put in the work. You know, I've done it my whole life. I've been like I've started off at the bottom and worked my way to the top in every facet of my life, and I, that's where I get it from. Like I work hard. You know, I put in the work. I live a disciplined life. You know, I do the right things on and off the field. So. I feel like God has given me the talents to be one of the greatest. So now I go come in here, you know, maximize my opportunity, stay healthy. And I feel like that when it's all said and done, I'll be proud of what I've done as a Raven. Mm. So. Yeah. I mean, look at you. I mean, you can tell you're in great shape. Uh, you know, the 440 time. Do you ever cheat diet while you eat ice cream, <laughs> pizza? I mean, you like guy like maybe never does anything unhealthy. <laughs> nah, I'm very, very disciplined on my diet. You know, um, my mom flies in a day, so we might go get some insomnia cookies or something. You know what I mean? Like when I'm with my moms, you know, I break my diet okay. here and there, but I just know, okay, when I eat this cookie, when I come back Monday, I got to go get some work in and, you know, wow. sweat it off and get some work, you know, but uh, I don't really try to break my diet as much. I try to stay healthy. Um, Stay away from the red meat, stuff like that. You know, grilled chicken, salmon is what I my, normally my go-to. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, one insomnia cooking in the off-season. That's all that train no allows himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure to talk with you today. Can't wait to see you on the field in training camp in the preseason and the regular season. Uh, I think big things are in store. So thank you so much for the time. Yes, sir. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Well, big thanks to Trenton for stopping by the SeatGeek studio here. We also want our listeners and our viewers to know that the DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens and it has a limited time offer that you do not want to miss. All right, Cliff, here's what you need to do. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app using the code FLOCK. If you're a new customer, you can get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. That's only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code FLOCK. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mvgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. You need to be 21 or older and physically present in Maryland to play. So really enjoy the conversation with Trenton. Yes. Um, just excited to hear about you know his expectations for the upcoming season and what he sees his role as. Um, I think he's going to be a, uh, you know, he's going to have a, a, an important role on this team. I think it will be special teams, but I think that, 
you know, he could find his way onto this defense in some certain in packages. When you run like he does, yeah. it's going to be hard to keep him off the field. Yeah, I mean, we know he's fast. We know that he has success as a blitzer in college. Uh, he can cover guys, too, tight ends, running backs. So I am interested to see how he's used defensively. Yeah, we know special teams he's going to flash. But as a linebacker, he's had so much versatility and Mike McDonald's like using players in different roles. It is going to be fascinating to see how he's used uh, as a rookie. And I feel he could be one of those guys that the longer the season progresses, mm-hmm. the more you may see him. Um, he's disciplined, said he didn't have much problem picking up the defense, and that always helps you play fast. So, yeah, he's kind of an under-the-radar you know, rookie, I think, to watch uh, this year. Well, We've talked like a good amount about positionless football over the past mm-hmm. few years, especially on defense. And he kind of embodies that. Absolutely. Like that's exactly what he is. Like he can, I mean, he talked about, I mean, this was high school, but when he switched from running back to defense, it wasn't just an inside linebacker, but he was putting his hand in the dirt and basically rushing as a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, when you run like he does, he's faster than some of the corners and safeties on this team. I mean, four four three is one of the faster players on this team. So, you know, he can, he can fly around the field. So like, he has that speed if you want to put him in a role where he has to cover a tight end. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're not going to put him out there at cornerback, but no. but but he has the speed to cover a tight end, a receiver in a pinch, running backs out of the backfield. Um, and so he can just be kind of a jack-of-all-trades. Similar, and like the things that we're saying with him, we've said with other players in recent years. Like Kyle Hamilton kind of fits that mold a little bit in the sense of he played down in the box last year as a nickel. Now he's playing more of a traditional safety role. Brandon Stevens is a guy who we've talked about mm-hmm. uh, in that role, can just do a little bit of everything. That, that, that just seems to be the way the game is moving, and, and Trenton really embodies that. Yeah, no question. And on this defense, joining one that has so much talent – I mean, as an offense, you're looking at the Ravens' defense. You've got Roquan flying around there, PQ. You know, he's a guy that he's not going to draw double teams, I wouldn't think, right away. I mean, he's he's a guy that kind of maybe can take advantage of playing in a system where he's going to be able to do different things and where he's not the number one gun who everybody's trying to load up on to stop if he decides to come on a blitz. So it is, I think, a really good situation for him where – he doesn't have to carry a major load as a rookie, but if he plays himself into a role, he can certainly help his defense. Yeah, and I, I, I just, I like his mindset, his attitude. Really likable guy. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed the conversation with him. Clearly disciplined. <laughs> you know, maybe he'll give himself you know a cookie during the break here, but that's that's it. <laughs> um, so disciplined, smart player, and I, I like. I mean, this is a guy going into college, who was one of the top recruits in the entire country. Everybody wanted him. Yep. Everybody wanted him. He's played on both sides of the ball. And so I, I just think that he's going to be a really, you know, he's a really talented player um, who I think will find a role on the team this year and then could blossom into something bigger from there. So I'm excited about him. Um, so in terms of other stuff, uh, Cliff, before we wrap up here today, uh, we also want our listeners to know you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We always love giving, getting the emails uh, that everyone sends to us, so send those in. Uh, this is kind of the slow time here where guys are getting a little bit of a break. Uh, Trent, uh, he, like he mentioned, he's spending time with his mom here right. uh, who's coming to visit and show her around. Um, but as we go into this break time and looking at the big picture view of where this team stands just from a defensive standpoint, what do you think of where this defense is as a whole right now? And what do you like about where the group is? 
think there's a lot to like. Um, you know, spent a lot of time mini camp and even OTAs watching, you know, Marcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton kind of work together as a tandem and at safety, something we didn't see a lot last year. I think that's going to be a strength of this defense. Uh, definitely got to see some of the younger defensive linemen. You know, Matt Abuike is still a young guy coming to his own. You know, Travis Jones, uh, Broderick Washington, kind of a, a younger defensive line out of Calais Campbell's going, all those guys look good. Obviously, Roquan PQ in the middle, and then Ojabo and Owe on the outside. Those guys got a lot of time. I think this defense is coming together. You know, we're still going to – who's going to be the number three corner? Uh, looks like Rocket Sin's going to be the guy next to Marlon, but that situation is one to watch coming into training camp. But collectively, Mike McDonald's second year as defensive coordinator, so much talent, uh, so much speed on this defense. I like it. Yeah, I like the speed. I mean, it's good to have fast players. Like, that's a simple way of looking at it. Trenton is someone who fits the mold there, but he's not the only one. they got a bunch of fast players who can who – can, and McDonald can be creative in how he gets these guys on the field. The packages that he builds, um, I just think he's going to have a lot of flexibility, and I think that's good as a defensive coordinator. So, um, as always, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Send us your emails. Uh, and it is going to be – this is kind of a break time uh, for the players, so a lot of guys are heading out of town uh, now to uh, – Get a little bit of relaxation. Also continue training uh, ahead of training camp uh, starting in late July. So that's it for us. Thank you so much. We'll talk with you again soon. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.